You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome back to the New Day of Hope broadcast. I'm excited to come before you yet another time. Thank you for being a faithful listener, and I pray God continue blessings be upon your life. Amen. And you know it's not robbery for you to join us each and every week. We are proclaiming what doth saith the Lord. Well, we trust you are staying well. You are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, who is our great protector, our great provider, that's the kind of God we are talking about. And I trust everything is well with you and your loved ones and that God is being good to all of us. So it's time to get ready for the Word of God. And it's coming to us by Pastor Glennis Langley. And his topic is Friend of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Well, today we would like to go to the book of James. James chapter 2, and I'd like to read verse 23. James 2 and verse 23. It says, And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Glory to his wonderful name. So we will use that as a subject for today's message, the friend of God. The poorest man on earth is the man who has no friends. I have heard people say that they do not need friends. They do not need family members. And I came today to report to you that if that is your case and if that's your attitude, then you are the poorest man on earth, as we just said. Friendship is a beautiful thing. It is said that he who has a true friend has found a pearl of great price. And I do love that. He who has found a true friend is not just any friend because you have to be so careful in this day and age with friends because a lot of friends will lead you in the wrong direction if you are not careful. But one who has found a true friend has found a pearl of great price. The man who is at the top of the ladder of success didn't get there by himself. No, my friends. He had to have friends to help him along the way. They said that today it is not what you know, but it is who you know. You can have all degrees in the world, but if you do not have somebody to pull a string for you, then you are still in square one. David and Jonathan were great friends. When Jonathan's father sought to kill David, watch this now, Jonathan helped David to escape. Yes, earthly friends are fine and they are wonderful, but there is something more wonderful and that is friendship with God. Friendship with God is a wonderful thing. In the Old Testament, 
we find a man by the name of Abraham. God called him out of his everyday existence to give his life in service to the Lord. You know, my friends, God is still calling people today from their everyday existence to give their lives over to him in service. But some of us are so busy minding our own cares and our own struggles and we really are not paying attention to the calling of God on our lives. Whereas some people want to call themselves, they, not, they can no longer wait upon God to call them, so they go ahead and they call themselves, they declare themselves uh, prophetess and pastors and these bishops and sooner or later you'll hear they calling themselves Pope and everything else. Years later, James wrote about this man and called him the friend of God. Isn't it a wonderful that God can say about a person that he is my friend? She is my friend. You know, when I speak in terms of people, when I introduce my friends, I, I do that with style and profile because if a man is a real friend, he is a real friend. If somebody is a true friend, they are true friends. So he called him a friend of God and that's, that's wonderful. Now, there are several things about this friendship. There are several things about this friendship and we hope that time will allow us to talk about them today. So we see first the grounds for this friendship. The grounds for this friendship. They trusted each other and as it's simple as that. Abraham trusted God. Abraham trusted God. When God called Abraham to leave his old home and go to a strange land, Abraham, the Bible tells us, he went out not knowing where he was going, not what hardships awaits him. He did not care about that. He, all he cared about is that, hey, God called me to go to that strange land. And if God called me to go, to that strange land, then I need not question him because I am trusting in him. I know today some of us would have asked, well, why should I go? Why can't you let this person go? Why can't you let that person go? What will you give me? That, these are the questions we would ask God. What will you give me? When can I come back? But Abraham just trusted God and he went on the journey. God promised a son and time is now running out on Abraham. He's getting old and you know my friends when you start getting old some things just don't work too well like they used to. So Abraham is now uh, getting old and time is running out on him but he trusted and he believed that God was true to his words and that is so important for us to trust and for us to believe that God is still true to his words. So in due time, Isaac was born. Not only did Abraham trust God, no, but God trusted Abraham. 
Hear what God said about Abraham in Genesis 18 and verse 19. For I know him. That's what God is saying about a man. For I know him. Can God say that about us today? Can God say that about you? He said, for I know him. That he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord, my friends. That's what God is saying about the man. I know the man. I know that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord. Oh, how I wish that God could say that of all of us today. How I wish that God could say that same thing of all of us today. They commune with each other. Abraham commune with God. God commune with Abraham. Abraham and God, they walked and talked together. That's what good friends do. They commune with each other. They talk with each other, my friends. And God had planned to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sin which infested uh, those wicked cities. God was planning to destroy that place. And God said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I want to do? So God decided to reveal his plans to Abraham. Then they talked together as friend to friend. No friendship can last without, my friends, true communication. I said, no friendship can last without true communication. They serve each other. God called Abraham to sacrifice his son for him. And Abraham did not hesitate to obey God's call. I love that story in the book of Genesis. When God called Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac on Mount Moriah. The Bible tells us that Abraham did not stay back for a week or two. He did not say, well, let me think about it. Let me pray about it. No, the Bible says that the next day, Abraham packed his stuff and took his servants and Isaac with him. And the scripture tells us that they started the journey. The Bible says that after a couple of days, they got to a place and Abraham looked up and saw where he was going afar off. The Bible tells us that he told his servants, to stay here with the donkeys and I and the Lord will go up yonder and worship. But what I like about this story is the fact that Abraham, his servants, that I and the Lord will go up yonder and worship, but we will come again. And God turned and gave his only son, my friends, for Abraham. And God turned around and gave his only son for me. God turned and gave his only son for all of us. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, my friends. So God gave his son for us. Abraham gave his son as a sacrifice to the Lord. God gave his son 
to die on the cross for us, my friends. And those of us who are saved can say that I am redeemed, but not with silver. And I am bought, but not with gold, but with the blood of Jesus Christ being redeemed. Glory to our God. Then we see the guarantees of this friendship. The guarantees of this friendship. This friendship, my friends, guaranteed perfect security. God said to Abraham in Genesis 15 and verse 1, watch this. Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield. The soldiers use shield for protection. Abraham had God for his shield. If we trust him, he will protect us. What a great shield to have, my friends. He is the God of all power. He is the God of all hope. He is God all by himself. He is the one who created everything. And everything was created to his honor and glory. And so Abraham guaranteed this friendship with perfect security. God will take care of his people, my friends. God will protect his people. He is our shield and our buckler. He is our protector. He will protect us. Glory to his name. I am happy because God will protect us, my friends. Be not dismayed, the songwriter says. Whatever betide, God will take care of you. Then we see that this friendship guaranteed success. This friendship guaranteed success. Abraham trusted God. Abraham followed God. And God prospered Abraham. God never fails his friends. Never. Thanks be to God. Because he is true to his word. And he will never fail his friends. The man who follows the Lord faithfully never fails. I need to say that one more time. I said the man who follows the Lord faithfully never fails. He may not become rich, but all of his needs will be supplied, my friends. You may not become rich because you are following God faithfully. But I am here to tell you today that all of your needs will be supplied. Paul says in the book of Philippians that my God, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God will supply all, not some, but all our needs according to his riches in glory. In Psalms 37 and verse 25, David said, I have been young and now I am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seeds out there begging for bread. Oh no, my friends, you won't see that. You won't see a child of God standing by the roadside with a piece of cardboard saying, I will work for food. No, because he said that never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seeds begging for bread. God will 
take care of his people. God will provide for his people. Oh, in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, it says, We must seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything, everything, everything will be added unto us. Or oh, when God says everything, God means everything. But we have to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. That's our part to seek God's kingdom. That's our part to seek God's righteousness. And it is God's part to provide everything unto us. That's true friendship. Now number four, this friendship guaranteed perfect compensation. It guaranteed perfect compensation. God said to Abraham in Genesis 15 and verse 1, I am thy exceeding great reward. When Abraham and his nephew Lot had some trouble throughout the ages, it's always been trouble in family affairs. Both of them had large herds and there was not enough pasture for both of them. But Abraham graciously said to Lot, Here is all this land before us. You take your choice and I will take what is left. Oh, I wonder how many of us would speak in that term. Or would we go to, the, to run quickly to our lawyer or go to the judge and let the judge settle that for us? No, Abraham said, No man, I'm not going that route. Here is all this land. You go ahead, my friends. You go ahead and take your choice. Take whatever you want. And whatever is left, I will take it. Of course, you know, Lot took the best part and left the sorry-looking land for Abraham. He thought Abraham's cattle will starve and die. But the Bible says 20 years later, Abraham was rich and Lot was penniless. God always reward his friends. Oh, my friends, knowing that to be true, that God always reward his friends, you are to be a friend of God. I am going to remain a friend of God, come what may. If you do not want to serve him, that's your choice. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will follow the Lord because this friendship with God guaranteed to us perfect compensation. It guarantees to us perfect peace and love and joy and happiness. Then we see the glory of this friendship. The glory of this friendship. There was nothing between Abraham and God. And this made their friendship a glorious thing. You see, my friends, when sin gets in the way, our fellowship with God is broken. I, I, I need to repeat that one more time. I say when sin gets in the way, our fellowship with God is broken. Nothing between my soul and my Savior. Not of this world's delusive dreams. I have renounced all sinful pleasure. Jesus is mine and there is nothing between. Peter and Jesus were great friends. 
But one dark night, Peter sinned against Jesus. He denied his friends, lost his joy. He had no peace. Oh, don't you know that if you deny God, you will lose your joy and you will have no peace? Oh, yeah, man, when David in Psalms 51 sinned against the Lord, oh, he came crying unto God and asking God to have mercy upon me, to have mercy on him and to blot out all his transgression and to wash him thoroughly, completely, then he could be clean. Is a perfect time, my friends, for us to examine not our neighbors, not to examine our church friends, not to examine the, the person next to you. But now is a perfect time for us to examine ourselves, to see if there is anything between us and the Lord. You know, because my friends, if we are honest with ourselves, all of us can find something that is hindering us between us and our friend, the Lord Jesus. So as we walk and talk with him, we become more like him. John tells us in 1 John 3 and verse 2, ye shall be like him. We shall be like him. He is a wonderful friend. He is the lover of my soul. We must continue to trust in him. Now will we be a good time to get closer to Jesus. Live for him daily. Serve him. Honor him. Because he is a true friend. The Bible says he is a friend that stays closer than even a brother. The song we had on the program earlier says, I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He called me friend. Is that true of you today? Can God say that this is my friend? Or can you really say in sincerity today that God is your friend? May the Lord bless you today. Praise God. Praise God. I am a friend of God. Can you say that today? That God is your friend? All of us have friends, but not all of them will be there for us in times of trouble. He is someone that we can count on at all time because he said he will never leave you, nor will he ever forsake you. So if you're looking for a true friend, a real friend, why don't you try Jesus today? He will be with you at all times. He's always there to listen to your heart's cry because he said he's never too busy and he gave us the command to call upon him and he said, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Will you trust him today? Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for your words which remind us that you are our friend and because you're our friend, oh God, we can come to you right now and ask for forgiveness and ask for God for pardon from our sins. We pray for those who have never trusted you as Savior, that they will cry out before it is too late. And those who have trusted you, God, that will continue being faithful unto you. Have your way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And if you are blessed by today's word, we encourage you to let us know. We can be reached at New Day of Hope Atlanta 
at gmail.com. Once again, that's New Day of Hope Atlanta at gmail.com. So until then... Let your heart go on singing. Until then... Oh, my friends, with joy you must carry on. Bye now. Oh, God bless you and God keep you is our prayer for you.